Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows. All you need is a door. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride. Cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Just ask. Say the word and I'll be there. Just ask. You know the greatest Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I am good. Happy third Halloween that we're spending together. (laughs) I know. As is tradition, we have to cover Halloween Town movies in the month of October we started with the original Halloween Town. Then we went to Halloween Town 2. What the Return heck? of Calabar? It was something with Calabar, yeah. Yeah, I think it's Return, Return of Calabar. Of- that sounds like Return of Jafar. Are you sure? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, Calabar's Revenge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same difference. You were like Return of Jafar. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but do you remember the Return of Jafar? Because it was that was the second movie, but the issue was... Um, Robin Williams wasn't voicing yeah. the genie in that, so it fucking sucked. Yeah, but because then... you can't have genie without Robin Williams. Oh, no. Okay. no whoever was imitating him was just not as good. But then he came back for King of Thieves, and I loved Aladdin King of Thieves. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. But we're yeah. not talking about Aladdin. No, we're not talking about Aladdin. We're talking about Halloween Town High, the third installment in the Halloween Town series uh 2004 disney channel original movie so we're obviously in the early odds but you know what tradition is tradition and we say what goes so here we we are we do we in um shit 90 shows taught me we say if it started in the 90s and it's a sequel or a continuation of a season it still counts 
Yeah, it does. And I got to say, um, I definitely saw, I, I specifically remember as a child watching Halloween Town and watching Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, A Return of Calabar. Um, <laughs> but I've never, this is the first time I've ever seen this movie. I, I When yeah. I was watching it, I was like, I definitely have never seen this before. Yeah, I think I agree. I think that at a certain point in time, in 2004, I was a freshman in college. You have to age out of the Halloween Town movies at some oh, time. Oh, yeah. Exa- okay, that's a good point of the, yeah, I was 13 years old, which probably is like a little bit of a um, tipping point where you're like, eh, maybe I'm too old for this. Yeah. Um, but of course, it is the final um, movie that involves Kimberly J. Brown. Yes. Um, Our so- favorite actress ever. Now, if I if I came from the future and I came to you, Jessica Sterling, uh, in 2019, I said, hi, Jessica Sterling. Guess what? You are going to have your own podcasting empire. But mm-hmm. the thing is, is that you're going to have recorded four Kimberly J. Brown <laughs> movies <laughs> by 2022. <laughs> what would you say? I'd be like, who the hell is Kimberly J. Brown? <laughs> <laughs> probably that tracks but that'd be my first yeah. thing and then when i looked her up i'd be like oh the girl from quince yeah, the girl um, from quince. so <laughs> this is our of course third halloween town movie and then also in the brazilian dragon podcast we did cover quince yeah so um anybody who's been with us for a minute knows that uh we have a love-hate relationship with kimberly g brown we hate love because... her social media but we also hate her social media yes now i want to say we first discovered i started listening to our first halloween town podcast uh the other day yeah and we were shook that kimberly j brown has a youtube presence now this was 2020 where tiktok was there but has not taken off as like the mainstream media you and i yes. still watch youtube remember those days i love and youtube you <laughs> were shocked by the fact that kimberly j brown had a youtube channel shocked yeah um now and last year i knew she had a tiktok but i didn't really dive in this bitch she is so prominent on the TikTok. And when I say the only fucking thing she talks about is Halloween <laughs> Town, it's still true. It's still true. It's still happening. What yes, is she doing on TikTok? Is she just talking about the movie? Like, yes, what is it? What is TikTok? She talks about. Oh I gosh. swear to goodness. Why does it's this the crack only me up thing so much? That she fucking has. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> she just started watching one. <laughs> excuse me yeah um 1.7 million followers so she's prominent she also has an etsy shop which you and i dived into which only sells halloween town content um yeah she talks a lot about calabar or calabar jr whatever yeah her her husband or boyfriend who she met on the set of halloween town yeah she has mostly halloween content oh man she stayed at the sanderson sisters cottage so she's doing halloween crossover events she knows that halloween is her bread and butter oh okay 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 but but yeah it seems to me like she's like oh well hocus pocus has a hocus pocus 2 that just came out they're yeah. all the rage Gotta that jump must, on i need it. to glom on to that yeah, yeah. she's a businesswoman kimberly j brown um is she still bitch- selling things on etsy wasn't that yes. a thing we talked about last year yeah she sells she has a fucking doodle because of course she does oh i <laughs> for a second i really thought you meant like 
<laughs> like a like she draws like she's doodling no 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 no. she oh, does doodle okay. yeah no she has a doodle. a doodle she doodles got it got it um, okay yeah three actors i've been most mistaken for in my career um Sh- icebox shauna waldron from little giants do we know that movie we don't um yeah i used to love little giants when i was a kid it's uh it's another like little little kid sports movie 1994 um, there's a girl who plays um, football with like a bunch of boys. Um, mm. I do. Um, I do see it. I see the similarity. See I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna send you a photo, and you could tell me um, okay. if you think there's a resemblance here. Yeah, I this can, is uh, one for TikTok videos. Yeah, so. I can see it. I definitely can see it. Okay, um, number two is uh, Mina Savari from American Beauty. Yeah. I guess I can see what you're talking about for the little giants. American Beauty, we saw her in uh, Boy Meets World. Oh, um, yeah, I can kind of see it. No, you're just being generous. What are you talking about? I think the face shape is similar. Okay. Um, and the last one, oh, Holly Marie Combs, uh, Piper and Charmed, or in Pretty Little Liars, if you're a Pretty Little Liars fan, Arya's mom. Um, this one I do not see at all to be honest i don't think they look alike at all yeah uh riveting Um, content from kimberly j brown yeah i i i kind of do love our yearly social media update on everything she's up to though yeah um what yeah it's really wait hold on yeah hold on she's linking the airbnb of the hocus pocus house what does she own this house and does she is she is she is she the one that's like offering out the no she no way there's no, no way so then she, it's it. just a, she's sponsored by the sanderson sisters cottage is that what it is that must be what it is there must have been a crossover she's a thing she's like really capitalizing this yeah yeah i mean why not might as well um yeah so that's it hilarious I don't know what to say. I mean, Kimberly um, J. Brown is a star. An in icon. Her own eyes. Um, Before we jump into the movie, let me ask you, um, which movie of the first three that we've seen, which one do you think is rated the highest out of 10 on IMDb? And what do you think it's, uh, what do you think it's rating is? I'm going to say it has to be this one. This one's the best. This one's the best. <laughs> Am I losing it? What no, is um, it? What is it out of ten? Well, I mean, I'm looking at the IMDb, so I know. Oh my god! Uh, I'm sorry. How else am I supposed to know the well, actors? Well, you could as soon as I started talking about the rating, you could have averted your eyes. It's very large. Um, I would say I would say probably people like the first Halloween Town the best, and I would say if this is a six point one. Let's say six point seven. Okay, not far off. It was a 6.6. 18,000 people rated it. Yeah, and that's the most highly rated. Yeah. And, I mean, to be honest with you, it's nostalgia goggles, right? It's the nostalgia goggles. We've talked about this. Yeah, it's certainly the nostalgia goggles. Yes. This Um, one. They got so many notable people to sign on to this movie. They did. Um, And I'm like, how? How did you get these people? How did they get these people? Yeah, we um obviously we have the originals, Kimberly J. Brown, Debbie Reynolds, obviously as Aggie Cromwell. Um, we have a lot of returning people, Judith Hogue as uh Gwen, who is Marnie's mom, Dylan, who is her always so nerdy and wet blankety brother Dylan, 
um Sophie, who is also uh, similarly barely around again. Um, thought when she was older, we might see her again, but no, no, Queen Sophie is barely here. No, she said one line this movie and she said, I'm done. And I'm done with acting yeah. too. Yeah, that's it. I'm done. Um, but most notably, I think, at least for me, um, was Ethan, who is a warlock, is played by uh, Lucas Grabeel, I think is how you say his name. And most mm-hmm. notably from High School Musical. So I... Funnily enough, I think that I re- I remember him from Switched at Birth. Have you ever seen Switched at Birth? I loved Switched at Birth. Yeah, so he played somebody's brother. Yes, he was the uh, the rich family's brother. So yeah, it's a it's a show about um, two people that are switched at birth. One of which uh, happens to be deaf. So there's a lot of American Sign Language in that uh, show, which I yeah. found very interesting yeah. the entire time. Uh, it's a really good show, and I think I recognize him from that. Uh, yes, of course, he's in High School Musical, and I feel like he's in a bunch of other stuff as well. Yeah, he's. I think he's the most famous face of all of the new mm-hmm. faces we're gonna see. No, no, he's not. No. So Finn Wittrock is actually a very big actor at this time. Um, and he plays Cody. Yeah, he's the love interest. He's the love interest. But what else he, is he in? Why does his face not look familiar to me at all? Well, because he's in a lot of American Horror Story stuff. Oh, that's that would explain why I didn't know him. Yeah. Okay. American yep. Horror Story or American Horror Stories. He's in both. Um, so I, I he was also in that show Ratchet. That was uh, another. He's kind of you know Ryan Murphy finds his people and he's like you're mine. You're not allowed to do anything else ever. No. You know. No. Okay. Well, whatever. He was also an American crime story. I'm telling you, he was in all these American. Wow. Yeah. So I think that he's the most prominent actor at this time. Um, And then (laughs) there's Natalie, the pink troll. She Um, looked familiar. Definitely. Um, Her face looked very familiar. Yeah. So she's also in high school musical. This actress, Olisa Urena Rulina. Uh, She's Russian American, but more importantly, she was in the best show that's ever existed. Are you going to ex- say Greek? Greek. Say Greek. I knew she was going to say Greek. I knew Abby, she was going to say Greek, people. Yeah, Abby from Greek. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, I did. I got to say, her face looked very familiar to me, so that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, we're basically, for those of you who didn't rewatch the movie, and um, no shade, if you've never seen this movie, you don't need to watch it. You could just listen to us and you'll get there the There is gist. no shade because, like, please don't watch this please don't movie. Please wa- don't watch the movie. Um, basically, what happens is we're following up with Marnie. Everything's going well in their life. She's living the best life. And she decides, it is my job. I am the... I am the, what is it called when you, oh my God, my brain. A liaison. Liaison. Yeah. Like a go-between, between the magical world and the human regular boring world. And yeah. she is like, we need to integrate more. We need to get these people together. And so she wants a bunch of the kids from Halloween Town to attend her high school in the mortal realm. Mm-hmm. And like the the magical like council is basically like, no, 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 no. We don't want that. That sounds terrible for us. Um, and so somehow Marnie like misspeaks and she bets all the Cromwell magic that this is going to work and that people will like be accepting 
of right. all these people by Halloween. And if she doesn't fulfill this promise, I love how there's no, it's all subjective. Like, how are you supposed to measure this? There's no measurable way to determine this. But if they fail, her entire family will lose their magical abilities. This is where I really hone in the fact that um, always have a written contract and words are never binding. I would say unless you write down the outlines of this quote unquote bet and sign it, then unless that happens, then this is not a legally binding agreement. Then again, I don't know how like how contracts and like uh, things like of that nature work in the Halloween town universe but anything that's like spoken word it shouldn't count yeah I I tend to agree with you it was very and I mean obviously we'll get into like you know this was I mean I feel like this was agreed to so quickly that there was sus immediately but yeah. it's like um they agree to this and immediately she's just like, okay, bye. Like that was the whole, like she gets like shoved out of there. And yeah. yeah it's very, very concerned. And she didn't even know what she had agreed to. Like you no. said, there wasn't like, she couldn't read the fine print because there literally was none. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this whole thing. So, and obviously also worth, worth, worth noting, like there's, they're a lot older now. Like you, Dylan is so much older. It's, you know what I mean? Dylan's old. Sophie is like a grown ass teenager. Everybody is so much older. I, 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 I mean, how many years is this between the first movie? Five yeah yeah i think so and we have like this whole council of magic people one is this like older dude that we're gonna talk about because he's piece of shit and i i think my favorite so we have like this mummy looking guy um i think my favorite of all of them is the guy that has like six arms oh Um, yeah (laughs) he would be very good at the ymca And uh, I just, I loved how every time they like zoomed out so we could see all his arms just like flailing around. Um, And I felt like this whole scene was very Sabrina the Teenage Witch. (gasps) Okay, yes, I see it. It's very like cheeky. It's very, um, what's the word for it? Um, Tongue in cheek. Yeah, it's campy. It's very campy. Campy. Yeah, Um, but Sabrina had the council themselves, and they always were trying to go after Sabrina and the ants. Yes. Um, And then also, I really liked the the spinning podium, where it would spin her around to whichever council member she was being forced to talk to at that moment. But yeah, yeah, this felt like a trap. It was definitely a trap. Also, in the background, there's like there's a knight, and I feel like that should should have been a, a little hint as well. Yes. Oh my God. Yes, you're spot on with that. We should have known from the beginning. Should have known. Um. And so yeah. So she goes back to the house, and she's just like, "Hey, everyone! I accidentally just bet our magic." Yeah. Like, I feel like the plan. mom and Dylan should be cheering at this moment. Like they, they should neither be... of them like magic. Although the mom seemed to come around to it by the end. Yeah, by three fucking movies. Yeah, it took her a long ass time. Dylan yeah. is like, meanwhile, like, good, take all the magic away because my fucking sister keeps messing with me and put me on the ceiling and shit. <laughs> Why does Dylan look like Beavis and Butthead? His hair is atrocious. It's not a good look for you, Dylan. But it's not a good look. No. Yeah. Um. He he looks. He's so 
dorky. I can't. I, part of it is the glasses, right? Because yeah, he has those like metal frame, frame glasses that are too small by today's standards, we should say. Um, so, yeah. So all of this movie is focused on we have the magical teens going to high school at Marnie's mortal world high school. And then there's like the whole looming threat is the Knights of the Iron Dagger. Um, and they're like an anti-magic cult where they don't want Halloween Town and the mortals mixing. Um, where are they from? Are they from Halloween Town? They're well, from neither. Well, when we, we find out that like it's kind of a mix because you have people like it's basically the head of the magical council. Mm-hmm. is manipulating the principal of Marty's school and right the the principal is human from what i understand so it seems like the the matt the council guy is manipulating the principal um, sure why not yeah so uh yeah and so basically um they get all these students here so let's talk through a couple of these students because um the repeated um moments where they're taking off their like skin suits is so hilariously bad like in terms of like cgi it's all really yeah. bad but this is they're all acting like they're taking off their like fucking bra or something they're like oh this feels so good yeah, <laughs> i know, what? I know. <laughs> um and i think so i one of my favorite moments in the movie just because it's so silly and ridiculous uh obviously aggie cromwell is mvp she's always the best she's always like so fun um, when she, she gets- i felt like she fucking blew this uh movie because she it's kind of funny because you know you would think that marty always falls for these guys that are up to no good and you would think yeah. that she would be suspicious of all men which she is but then she's not suspicious of the principal yeah no you're right she doesn't I, and the thing is is how close they get she really should have been um yeah that and i really hated the fact that she did not keep track of her purse oh my god okay mvp of the entire movie for me is this freaking purse (laughs) that's the lvp that purse was so annoying no i loved the purse i loved the purse i loved the purse just walking away i love the purse just munching on people i love the purse just they have to like pet it so often so that it doesn't like do bad things he ate the bird this purse was wonderful i freaking loved it hmm um, but yeah, so the moment man. when all the all the students are getting out of this little buggy and they just keep coming and keep coming, yeah. I thought this was great. Yeah, that was very enjoyable. It was like a clown car. Um, we meet Cassie, who is like the first student that comes out. She is like a big fan of hats. She wears a lot of hats this movie. Yeah. Um, do I can't remember what Cassie was in reality. Um, let me look. Let me see if I could find it. Um, because I don't to be honest, I don't remember what she was. She was the first one to come out. Oh, and I'm sorry. The other thing that I found so funny about this movie is when they are like, Oh, um, everyone is from Canada. (laughs) (laughs) They're transfer students from Canada. Yeah, yeah. So so unique, so different. Cassie was a witch, so maybe she didn't have a clown costume. That makes more sense because I don't think we ever saw her take off her skin suit. 
yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it is. I know it is. It just sounds so gross. Um, one of my favorites. There were a couple standouts to me of this group because there's a lot of them. Um, but one of the standouts to me was the guy who's blue. And mm-hmm. why am I not remembering what he even is? Is he like an orc or something? What the heck is he? He's the blue guy. Um, I really liked him. I thought he was fun. You know yeah, I'm talking about Chester. <laughs> why is his name Chester? Yeah. Yeah, because he has this like really curly floppy like um mop yeah. head up here. I thought he was um oh, gosh, a troll. I thought he was a not oh no, the girl No, was Pink Girl's a troll. Yeah. I don't know. But I thought he was supposed to be like a really big guy. I don't I don't fucking know what he is. He's blue. It's honestly, it's really only important to pay attention to the colors that they are because that's the easiest way to like. You're like, oh, the blue one, the green one, um, because there is the green one, and then of course, like the main, the other main one is definitely the pink troll girl. Yeah, the pink troll girl who got into a relationship with Dylan. Poor her. Um, except at the end, they're like, oh, you disgust me. You disgust me too. Let's just be friends. Well, yeah, because, okay, because here she is, Natalie. She's as cute as can be. Yeah, she's a pink troll that's hairy, but she doesn't like having the human suit. And they kind of have this discussion where he's like, ew, you're a troll. You have pink hair. And she's like, yeah, um, but I think I'm beautiful. At home, I'm beautiful. And he's yeah, like, so I won pageants that... at home. Yeah, I won pageants. I'm like the most beautiful. And he's like, well, does, if you think you're beautiful, then what does that make me? And she's like, you're fucking ugly as shit to me, dude. <laughs> you're a piece of trash, but I thought you were a nice guy. So I yes. overlooked the fact that you're fucking heinous and disgusting to look at because I thought you were nice, <laughs> but you're not nice nor hot. Yeah, I loved her ripping him to shreds and roasting him because she's just like i hate this skin suit i have no body hair it's so weird yeah she feels like she's a skinless rat and she doesn't find him attractive but he's she's like he was a nice guy and he was smart yeah i I thought we could hang out and then at the out i love how at the end it's not it's like it's because you know the age-old tale is like oh it's what's underneath that counts it doesn't matter what the surface stuff is but i love how the moral of the story for the two of them is like no it's definitely what's on the surface that counts we can only be friends because we're both disgusted by the way the other one looks (laughs) well would you want to kiss somebody that is like so revolting to you no, definitely not. Attraction is super important yeah. in a relationship. I don't blame I don't blame Natalie for not wanting to make out with Dylan, but Dylan is an asshat for not He's wanting. The worst. He's like, "Oh my god, AP calculus starts in 2 minutes." And Troll Girl's like, "Yes, AP calculus." She's like, "I'm going too." But the thing is is that even with her being pink, She's still cute as can be. Oh, she's adorable. She's absolutely adorable. Yeah. So it's like, what's your problem? It's not like she's not the werewolf and she's not like the blue goblin dude. Like, yeah, she's adorable. But you think that she's gross because she has pink hair and like a stubby little nose. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. And so we have like, so yeah. So let's talk through the rest of the the crew here. So we have werewolf boy who's like very good at like catching things 
Um, we have um, Pink Troll Girl. We have this like goblin blue guy. We have a little fairy girl. She like turns into a fairy like Tinkerbell. Um, again, <laughs> I don't really understand like the the guy we know from High School Musical. Like, I guess he's like a warlock. He doesn't yeah, he's change. He's just a warlock. Yeah. It's so boring. He doesn't even get a costume. Well, he doesn't need one. He it has the privilege of being able to like camouflage himself. Yeah, blend yeah. in. Yeah. And then we have um, like you said, we have the witch who's the the girl with all the hats. Um, and then we have another guy. I truly don't know what he is. He kind is of he looks the green one. No, I do. Well, there, there's the green one, but then there's also the one that has like what looks like bark skin almost. I don't okay. who, quite know. Who knows? This, this movie did a really despicable job of introducing everybody. It, truly, because the only ones we end up kind of caring about are Troll Girl yeah. and um, the one who's like dad sucks majorly. Like, right. And we're supposed to care about Cassie who got stuck in the mirror. But guess what? I don't fucking care because I don't even know who Cassie is. The only no. thing that I know about Cassie is that she's really diligent and she likes to take notes on how humans eat. Okay. Can I tell you something really funny? Like, I honestly didn't realize she was a student until like halfway <laughs> through the movie what do you mean because i thought i thought she was like the student's chaperone because she was the first one introduced and because she had like the notebook and so i thought she was in charge of them yeah so i thought she was like a ta like she's super young but i thought that she was like the ta of the whole no no, no 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 kimberly j brown's the ta <laughs> yeah apparently kimberly j brown is the ta of this and also yeah. at the same time grandma aggie gets a job at the school to try to like keep shit under control Which but I she thought. makes it so much worse yeah i and i don't know is she a teacher is she a substitute i don't even know what she was supposed to be she was teaching like chemistry which i'm like you can't fake that bitch i understand okay so say potions class is just like chemistry right like i can right. see why we got there but she she doesn't know any human earthly comparisons for her chemistry she winds up just making a magic trick and then she summons a bird a parrot right in front of the students and so yeah. um marnie freaks out yeah. She's like, you can't Mar do that. No. Marnie has a lot of jobs. She has to babysit these, like, 20 Canadian foreign exchange students. Yeah. Then she has to flirt with Cody, the Cody dude. Then yeah. she has to babysit her grandma to make sure and her grandma. And she has to do all of that while wearing the most hideous outfits that are known to man. Yeah. Like, not cute at all. I don't even know how or why Cody would be even interested <laughs> in her to be honest with you no well it's all because they had that meet cute where like any other teen rom-com they bump into each other in the halls and the books go flying um but yeah he like asks her out immediately and so we're and we're the whole time we're supposed to be like suspicious of him like oh is it secretly is he in the knights of whatever the fuck like mm -hmm. is he in the knights of the iron dagger like yeah i was magic cult i was i was because i was like Sir, why do you like her? It doesn't make sense. You're right. It doesn't make sense. And and the other thing was is they had agreed to a date 
but they didn't even agree on a time for the date, which was also weird. And so he just shows up in the middle of the afternoon and she's like, oh, I thought we were going out later. And he's like, oh, okay, well. So if I said to you, okay, we have a date on Saturday and I just leave it at that. You don't think that's all day Saturday? I need to know what the fuck time it is. Like, I think that means that starting from 9 a.m. Saturday, you are expected to be available for your date. That's so much. I know. But he, I, I'm not surprised that I was suspicious of Cody the entire time because he was stalking her so hard. He really was. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. He was following her around, which again is very weird. But I also think the only thing for me keeping sus off of him was the relationship between Aggie and the principal. Yes. Because the principal to me was way more suspicious than Cody. Yeah. All the men were very suspicious, to be honest with you. I kind of thought that the principal and Cody could have been in in it, in it together. Yeah. In on it together. Yeah. And so like they finally, what happens is they have, what do you think of this locker hideout? So there's this locker that like magically transports you wherever the hell, I guess in the locker. And so they all can take off their skin suits and like hang out in there um, and be themselves. But the problem is then they're not fitting in and they're not exploring anything about Halloween or the actual high school. Yeah. Um, I really did love the locker situation. I love their little common room. I feel like it was very reminiscent of a Gryffindor common room or like a Slytherin mm-hmm. common room, like very Harry Potter type yeah. of feeling. Um, I really liked that it was their own hideaway situation, but absolutely they did not assimilate themselves well enough into the school because they separated themselves and were hiding away from everybody. So it's a lot, I'm sure, to go to a new school, especially if you're from Canada and everybody else is American. <laughs> yeah. So it's really hard to fit in. And th- there's a lot to American high school. You have to figure out which seat you want to sit in, in the lunchroom, which table. That's a big decision. Yeah, the... um. The question I have about all of this is how long it takes them to get back into the skin suit. Because if they're just yeah. going in the locker, like, in a free period to, like, undress and, like, be comfy, how long does it take them to put that costume back on, you know? I don't know. It kind of reminds me of um, RuPaul's Drag Race in the Untucked <gasps> thing. Yes. Where they – so in RuPaul's Drag Race, they – go and they have their runway show and then they sit backstage for a while while others get critiques and while the judges talk about what they liked and a lot of the times the drag queens quote unquote untuck they don't really but they take off their shoes and sometimes Mm -hmm. their pants and whatever they're doing and it kind of reminded me like of that and you know in RuPaul's Drag Race if you go back on stage you have to redress yeah no i'm i just can't imagine it's a quick process because they look so supremely different in these skin suits than they do in their like they do you have to really stuff yourself in there sick of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 dollars more you'll reach sweat platinum at Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. 
Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. And so they all like, Marnie is like, you know what? We need to get you guys out of your, <laughs> out of your uncomfortabilityness, out of your skin suits. Let's go to the mall. This is a tradition as old as time. All Americans hang out at the mall. If you're a teen, yeah. you better go to the mall. Yep. And um, so they go there and Marnie and Aggie go off by themselves and leave all these teens to like fend for themselves, basically with Dylan as the freaking guy in charge. That's not going to work. No. Um, no not at all and they get into this big argument because there's this halloween store and they're like we're just a big joke to them <laughs> <laughs> but what do they expect what do they expect they know that america that you know humans have halloween they know that this is a tradition and uh, and I, you know what like i do feel like they were being a little sensitive here because i don't think that it was cultural appropriation i think that halloween's cultural appreciation I think that we love Halloween. Yeah, we do. I think it is like it is more of a um it's like a homage or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, yeah they're not... like I do love one of the characters being like talking to like the the bullies they're like arguing with. Like why don't we make a mask of your face? <laughs> <laughs> and um meanwhile Marnie is with Cody and Aggie is with her new little uh sex kitten Mr. Principal over there even though her bag ate his bird. Um she's like who gives a fuck? Yeah. Yeah, but they, um, they, they have a great time at the mall. They play video except, games, except, except for this big fight. They get over there and they're like, oh, what's that? And it's this the worst CGI I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. The purple so then, cloud. Yeah, so the kids start fighting and what happens is there's a large purple cloud that erupts mm -hmm. and Aggie and... Kimberly J. Brown run over and yeah, there's that big purple cloud and I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. And so everybody gets like basically transformed back into their like regular looks. Um, and yeah. obviously Dylan is like shocked to see that his yeah. new what little girl feel, is pink troll. Like, what do you, I know I'm disgusted by Dylan. Like, what oh, did you make of this? Dylan's an asshole. I love her saying, I never want to see you again. You stupid human. <laughs> very subtle because dylan is like you're a big pink furry troll and it's like all right all right let's calm the fuck down especially because she was definitely the cutest out of all of them so yeah i mean at least i mean i guess there's tinkerbell but like she's so tiny that you can't like make out with yeah, her nobody you even know? like looks at her because she's too small yeah and there's a cat woman like there's a whole mess of people here and yeah, you're uh, lucky that you started talking to the pink troll exactly exactly and uh so then they find a freaking dagger there so it's like oh my god it's these fucking knights of the, the iron daggers the whole time because they didn't believe them when they saw the night the knife painting on the yep. front lawn oh yeah that whole thing and so then it's like everyone's freaking out this is on the news like they're trying to deal with all the repercussions of it marnie's wearing a poncho which was also a very specific time in fashion history. <laughs> yeah, Poncho, that orange hat that was the ugliest thing that I've ever seen that you sent me. <laughs> the orange hat. Okay, I love a bucket hat. Don't get me wrong. Pro bucket hat on this podcast. But this hat, 
it was it was matched with she's wearing an orange sweater. She's wearing one of those scarves. I don't know how to describe it. It's multicolor. It has these little like fuzzy pieces hanging off of it. And then on top of all of that, she so there's too many bright pieces, I think, for this. Yeah. Then she's wearing this like burnt orange hat that has these like um, fabric black leaves sewn onto it. Yeah. And the rim is all black as well. It's so hideous. It's like who was like looking at this hat and like this is necessary for this film. I don't know. And how did they not realize that there was like that big creepy guy staring at them the whole time? Um. Wait. Where? When they were leaving? Oh, you mean the the super subtle guy with the chainmail glove and wonky ass (laughs) ring? That guy? The guy that makes it super obvious? Like, let me just stand here and make it very obvious who I am and what I want. These people are useless. I just don't understand. (laughs) Marnie's the shittiest witch that ever existed, and why does she get so much responsibility all the time? She. It it doesn't make sense because even Dylan says at the beginning of the movie she's only a level one witch. We- like why is she allowed to do shit he's like she's like i'm almost level two and he's like yes yeah, so a level one literally the only time i'll agree with dylan is okay why are these characters ranking shit like this is like a D D character I, I, if marnie is level one what is aggie what level is she honestly aggie's not that be- much better so she's probably like only a level se- uh, seven Here, maybe this is a hot take you what? know what let them take your magic, Cromwell women, because you're honestly so bad at it. Yeah, I agree. They're not that good. Sophie's the so- only good one. Remember, we Sophie had this. the potential, and they didn't give her more than one line. The only thing that they were like, they gave her was Sophie saying, "Hey, you've made it on the news." Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, one of my other favorite bag moments of the movie is when um he eats a piece of the principal's pants. <laughs> I hate this bag. This is okay. So this is like you know how I say like I, you know why I talk about like I don't like monkeys. Yeah, they fuck shit up. You don't it's, like the bag because I don't like the the bag because but you like drama. So why was this any different? Because I don't know. Like I don't like it when things steal other things and ruin other things. I don't like the bag. I don't like the bag. I That's it. I don't like love it. the bag. I hate it. It's annoying. And it just, I, I think it lost me when it ate the bird. I think like that's where I got really thrown off by it. The bird, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, But we get, what the hell is her name again? <laughs> I can't remember. Hat girl. She. What do you mean? Cassie? Yeah, Cassie. Yes. Okay. She's wearing, this was also a special time in history. This like knitted cap. That has this big flower on the front. Mm, yes. It's like crocheted maybe. Yes, of course. It's so ugly. And of course it matches the rest of her outfit because you couldn't possibly have a hat that wasn't identical in color to your outfit. Yeah. No, they the budget was $5. <laughs> Everything <laughs> was found the at closest the closest thrift store and we're like, exactly. Exactly. Um, so basically because they made national news, uh, Marnie gets sent to the council and they yell at her. Yeah, they do. She gets in trouble, um, because of all this stuff they've been doing. Um, and so then they like, there's, they realize that their locker has been tampered with. This (gasps) is like all smashed up. And so then without even getting, I don't know, maybe an adult 
no <laughs> nothing cool. maybe involve aggie no she's too busy fucking the principal yeah. we're just gonna bust on in ourselves and they're like well nobody's here okay good um and yet there's this fucking giant ass suit of armor that's moving full-on moving this is her fault she can't like it's too much it's too much you don't give the keys of to the castle and all this responsibility to somebody so inept yeah you just don't and i love my favorites is cassie after like she gets in the room and she's like oh no one's here i'm just gonna pick up a book and read while i'm in here as this suit of armor is literally moving staring at her um just ridiculous um and so yeah so maggie is apparently teaching sports now um or aggie oh yeah because okay so she got um fired from being a chem teacher because she summoned a llama then she went to be a history teacher and she started talking about the renaissance and christopher columbus and she was about to talk about Da Vinci because she lived these things, mm-hmm. but they removed her from that too. And then she became a gym teacher, which I think that is the the last resort. The la- I think that's the worst. I think that she should have just, you know, how that um that one kid, the warlock kid, was the acting professor, or yes. not the acting professor. Um, that he one kid, to, he, he wanted, wanted to be, be an drama. actor. I think that Aggie should have been the drama teacher. Oh my God. That makes way more sense. Or even like the art teacher. Yeah. I could see her doing something more creative. I don't think that these other things worked for her. No. um, Very well. So yeah. So her and her and Marnie get in this like massive fight about everything. Um, And like, okay, well that's no good. Because it's about, because she says, Aggie says, Look, your little fuck boy is probably the snitch. And you know Marty's what, like, Aggie? No way. You shouldn't throw rocks in glass houses, Aggie. Exactly. Exactly. What the heck? Yeah, but and- Marnie does have a history. She does. She does have a history guy. of picking the wrong men, and of course, at the same time, Cody is like hell bent on fucking romancing her and you know what? I know this is a decom, but like yeah. he yanks her into like a sports closet. And they don't even make out. What is the point of being yanked into well, a sports closet if you're not going to make out? Marnie doesn't give him more than three minutes at a time. She keeps running away like runaway bride. She really does. She's like Joey Potter. Just always be running. Always, always, always running. running. Why walk when you can run away? Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So they have a big argument about this. And, like, I don't think Aggie and Marnie really fought at all in like the other movies like this is new this is new because marnie is now an adult she is a 30 year old playing an 18 year old and it's time for her to go off on her own and make her own decisions yes she doesn't want to be treated like a kid anymore but then well, this is since like the very first movie she's been like this we're like i know best that's always been her mo and i think that the point is is that we've all proved that she does not know best she does she still insists that she knows best yeah and so meanwhile um cassie gets like trapped in a witch mirror or something um, how did she do this i i t- somehow totally missed i also kind of missed it i feel like it had to do with the suit of armor and that they they took her and trapped her in there and we just did it was like off screen um, because yeah. we see the last thing we see of her 
is like with this suit of armor um and she's like hello hello is anybody in there and it's like it's like finally standing still for like a hot second <laughs> mm -hmm. and then she looks straight in it um and that's it we hear her screaming so we don't really see it actually happen but everybody's freaking out because now she's missing um they only find like the suit of empty suit of armor and like a weird pile of ashes <laughs> i mean um, isn't it a big loss i don't think so no because again they do such a terrible job at introducing these characters that's like i don't even care about them no cassie i agree cassie was the one that i don't know she had the notebook that's the only thing that I know about her. I, again, she's the TA. <laughs> she's the TA. <laughs> yeah, not a big her. loss. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we find out that the head of the witch council is Ethan's father. And Ethan is the warlock. Wow. What and a plot he, twist. Who knew? Yeah. And he's, I mean, here's the thing. I knew. And the reason I knew is because I was like, I know that guy. And so he must be more important than some of these other nobodies. Oh, he got a bigger part. That's, That's what I'm saying. Like, I yeah. saw his face and I was like, oh, he's going to be doing something. And wow. so, yeah, wow. we find out that his dad is like, no, no, no. We can't have Halloween Town with the mortal world. And you're going to be responsible for helping to do all of that. Uh, um, right. And yeah. he's the one that created the purple cloud of smoke he created the purple cloud yeah wow and so marnie is like you know what i'm gonna be selfless for once in my life and i'm gonna give up our family's magic because your safety is more important to me now that one of you are missing so <laughs> yeah except like get the person back first yeah. and then give up your magic yeah um did you so, like yeah. the um the romantic um uh, ma not magic carpet ride but be pretty much a magic carpet ride where, oh yeah the the broom ride yeah where she brought cody up and they flew together and then she said that i was a witch and then the next morning he was like it was all a dream yeah this is so funny he he fucking wakes up on this broom this is so dangerous because what if he wakes up and like freaks out and like falls to his death falls down yeah also, what do you think of the Wishes broom that has handlebars? How do you feel about this? Mm, that's like a bike with training wheels. But I feel like, think about it. If you have to lean down on the broom, this is much better for your back. Yeah, of course it's better for your back, but that's not elite, you know? that's There's not a lot of balance to it. Yeah, I mean, I guess this is this is kind of like the witch's broom for like witch's broom with training wheels. Also, the CGI in this is fucking horrendous. Like, I mean, look, just take that as a blanket statement. It's all very bad. Look, they're trying. I think it's, it's better than previous. I will say it's not my the the thing that made me laugh the hardest is at the very end of the movie. So we're not even there yet. Mm. Um, but this yeah, was we, uh, it, in a very advanced broom. This thing was metal. It was metal. Isn't it supposed to be wooden? Like, what is this? You would think. This is, it's advanced. This is modernized. Yeah. Um, We have father and son. And, like, are, were we supposed to think that, like, Cassie and this Ethan guy were, like, together? Because she he's, like, acting like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're trapped. Who knows? Yeah. I wish I did. I wish I did know. But yeah, I didn't. We didn't make a ton of sense. 
Um, yeah. but we this is where we find out like, oh yeah, his dad is is like responsible for all of this. And this is also when we get when we find out that um the principal is also involved <gasps> because we have the reveal of the ring. Right. So basically the Ethan's dad finds out that the principal is a descendant of these knights, and he goes up to him and goes, Hey, do you want to know a little bit about your family? Well, x y and z and then mm. he was like oh my gosh you know about my family i need to avenge my family and then he became kind of evil because of that yeah so there's Basically that. how he got him involved yeah it's and very convoluted to be honest with you it made no sense um yeah so then we have like all the all the halloween town people are trying to make a haunted house and fucking dylan Okay, they're hanging up. Literally, all they're doing is hanging up a poster. And Dylan literally puts on goggles and a helmet. To hang up a poster? Well, he's standing there. And I think it's because Marnie, again, in the middle of a crowded field full of students, is going to use magic to help create the haunted house. And I think Dylan is just worried about it backfiring because we've seen how shitty Marnie is at magic. Right. I... (sighs) Remember earlier in the in the in the show or in the movie where Marnie had to do uh, give an extension to the house and instead she made it smaller, she shrunk it. She probably gave people physical ailments for life by doing that. Yeah, and she was doing it in the freaking day of light, and some neighbors saw and the neighbors ran. <laughs> so Marnie, like she builds this entire haunted house in front of everybody. And Cody's like, oh, man, you really are a witch. It wasn't a dream. And it's like, how are the hundred people in this field not noticing that this just happened? I don't I don't know. It looked good. It did look good. Oh, it did. It looked, The house looks really great. Um, are you pro haunted house or anti haunted house manufactured? Um, I don't I, I would I don't care about them. I would like go a to fun one. house. So dangerous. I don't like they're so creepy. It's like the whole point is to scare yourself. Like, why do I want to do that? I don't want to. And then Cody trips on the bag because the bag is so mean. Yeah. Well, the bag is elite. I love this bag. The bag doesn't Mm. give a single. The reason I love the bag is because it truly doesn't give a single fuck about anybody. It just lives its existence. It lives to eat. Yeah. You got to respect it. Right. Well, by this time, Aggie finds out about the principal and she's very upset about all this. Yeah, she hands over the ring and she's just like, you know what? That these rings are fucking terrible. The men that wore them were hideous, evil human beings and you should be a fucking shame to yourself. I hate this. But she doesn't even say it in a mean way. She says it in like a nice way. I hate this show. Why do we watch this every well, year? I don't know why we did this, but then she turns the <laughs> ring into a snake. Again, the the th- I think the problem with most of this, besides the story being fucking horrendous, is also that the graphics are horrendous. So there's really Just what so much stuff here? is happening, but for no reason. No, none of this matters. And then we immediately go to the Halloween carnival. And the thing is, all these people from Halloween Town are so nervous they're going to get made fun of now that they made the like dumbest, most losery haunted house of all time. It's not even scary. And they're like, ta- the, the things that they scare the people with are like, taxes are due on April 15th. Yes! <laughs> like, just like the most, like, I don't know, mm, mundane so things to be scared by. It's so dumb. Yeah, you have to floss daily. <gasps> no! Yeah, and so then... 
we have the main head council guy. He brings all this mean, like he starts attacking the regular students with magic um, and bringing the haunted house to life. And of course that like, and he, one of my favorites is when he makes this skeleton, which is like insanely huge, like start mm-hmm. attacking people. <laughs> Hooray. Um, but it basically turns all of the students against the magical students. And so they're being like chased and, you know, condemned and whatever. Right. And the point is, is that everybody in Halloween town knows that the humans have not changed and that we shouldn't open up the gates. Right. And so that's where we get Mr. Head Council guy standing yeah. there being like, yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew um, it. Um, and we get, but we do get uh, the, the other guy, his son being like, you know what? I'm on I'm on the weirdos side. I'm dressed like a cowboy and I'm on the weirdo side. <laughs> this Halloween carnival did look like a lot of fun. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'd go to a carnival. I'd go to a Halloween carnival. They probably have elite snacks. I saw popcorn. I saw um cotton candy with fake spiders on it. I saw mm. fire tossers. Yeah, it looks really fun. I feel like I would I, cor- uh, what is it? What are the apple things? The caramel apples. apples no caramel apples i'm not bobbing for apples uh, caramel apples got not it a chance. yeah um and so we have this guy this this is my favorite thing is when he takes their magic and it like zaps out of them like lightning and they're like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> fall to the ground so dramatically why did debbie what's her face reynolds can she, like, go, sign up for this I Can we just think of like what know. else? Did she have nothing else going in her career? Possibly, at this point? but like she's so much better than this Debbie. Listen to us. You're better than this girl. You're better yeah. than this. Yeah. Um, she could have done so much in her life. She could have been in Meet, Meet the Fockers, but instead she signed up for this. Instead, she signed up for this. Uh and uh and yeah, and so he takes the magic, but then we find out. That, um, yeah, so he's like, you know what? The doorway should have never existed. And now it's not going to. Yeah. And this is like 10 minutes towards the end. And I was really thinking we really rushed the climax of this. We spent spent an hour of this movie futzing around in high school. And we left it for the last 10 minutes. And yeah. yeah. And this is when we get the big reveals. Everyone takes off their skin suit. <laughs> yeah. So basically, there's it's almost midnight. They're about to lose their power, their powers forever. They oh, he's an ogre. The blue guy's oh, an ogre. Oh, ogre. That's what it was. With a little sp- bit of forest giant on his mom's side is what he says. There we go. Yeah. So then, uh, blah blah blah. Something happens. Blah blah blah. Guess who saves the day? Gwen. Right, because she's now saved from the mortal mirror. or the mirror, the witch mirror. Yeah, the witch mirror. So they, she put herself in the mirror herself, and then she showed everybody that the head councilman was evil in Halloween Town, and then the Halloween Town people let her go through the gates with Cassie, and then I don't know, they were the day was saved. Yeah, they show it's so fucking convoluted. But within a two minute time period, we get oh no, they lost their magic. Oh wait, they zapped him now and he does an equally ridiculous job of <laughs> oh no, my magic. 
and they get their magic back. Yes, and all this happens literally within the last five minutes of the show. Yeah, they spend so much time doing a terrible job at setting up these characters. <laughs> the climax is in 10 minutes to the end. It's so dumb. It, it's and, really like a hurry up and like it's over type of it, thing. Truly. Um, and then we get like the happily ever after of uh, Marnie and Cody on the witch's broom as they like fly away. Right. And then our favorite scene where pink troll girl is like you're fucking gross Dylan. oh i never want to look at you again yeah i never want to see you again you want to be friends and hold hands okay yeah but they're friends and they hold hands they're friends and they hold hands that's it and then the the councilman what happens to him like what's the i'm assuming he like goes to prison i don't know which prison okay and how do you have a halloween town movie where you don't even step a foot into halloween town yeah, it really is sad because Halloween Town was the best part of all the movies. And we're not even going there. We're just taking the weirdos out of Halloween Town and putting them into regular town yeah. and making them wear these weird skin suits. Like it just doesn't the whole story was very convoluted and didn't make a ton of sense. No. It was really hard to follow. Yes. <laughs> it was. And I also the principle at the end was just like, you know what? I thought about it and I'm not meant to be evil. It's yeah, like, he was just like, hey, I'm sorry. And and <laughs> Aggie's like, all right, cool. Like, it makes no sense. But where's his repercussions? There's none. There are no repercussions for any yeah. of his actions. No. Yeah, it's a lawless land, that Halloween town. You can really do really? anything. You could do anything and get away with it. Yeah. yeah um, you just get put back into the mirror. Sucks for you. The big question that I have at the end of the day is, are we done with our Halloween town saga? Because even no. There's still another one, but I mean, do we have to watch it? Kimberly J. Brown isn't even in it. Uh, I don't know. I don't think we have to watch it next year if Kimberly J. Brown isn't in it. What are we here for if not for Kimberly J. Brown social media? I mean, that's really the only reason why. Is there anybody that has carried on over? Is Dylan in it? Um, Let me look. Okay, so we need... I know Sarah Paxton is in it, and she... It's called Return to Halloween Town. It was made two years later. Um, wow. Debbie Reynolds is in it, and so is Dylan. Oh, and so is um the guy from High School Musical and the mom. So there's a decent amount of crossover right. here. I mean, let me let me read you the little blurb about what, yeah, what this happened. Is to be about. Um, okay, it's the fourth and final film in the Halloween Town series. It follows um Marnie, who is played by Sarah Paxton. Wow, so they didn't even bring in a new no. character. They're just no, like, this quote Marnie unquote now. Marnie. This is ridiculous um going to college at which university in halloween town so we have a college movie well you know you do you love it no i love a college vibe where dark forces try to control her magic do you think that there's a possibility that sarah paxton is actually a good marnie like will marnie be tolerable probably not i mean you saw the same writers if i watch should i watch it and be like okay jess we need to cover this maybe we need to ask the listeners for next year maybe that's yeah. what we need to do we need do, should we, we give it up us, yeah do we give up the halloween town tradition because no longer has kimberly j brown and move on and do other and we halloween never content. liked it like we never 
enjoy well, we originally watched the original Halloween Town with the best of intentions because we were like, we loved this when we were kids. Yeah, we were we were like, this was the movie to watch every single year. And now we've just been doing it against our own will because of ourselves, basically. We're holding <laughs> Nobody's making fire. us do this. No one has made a, no one has threatened us. No, no one has asked for this podcast. No one asked for this podcast. And yet here we are. Every no one's like Siren Jess. We really want you to cover all I think that's down. all we need to hear to be like, this is it. We're yeah. Done. In all in all honesty, I think that they're like Siren Jess. Like, please don't cover. Please, stop hurting don't. yourselves. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Nobody asked. Yeah. But if you want, if you want us to do it, we we'll do anything. I mean, like we're a little kind of people pleasers. We like we'll do anything pleasers. that you want. Yeah. But yeah. that was the trilogy. That's the trilogy of Halloween Town. Yeah, it um, fucking blows. Which one's your favorite? The first one, obviously. I'm not monster. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, this one kind of entertained me. I, I will say elements it, of it. I will say it like kept my attention, but that's mainly because I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like I was too busy yeah. trying to figure it out. A lot of nothing. A lot of stuff a did happen, but it was a bunch of nothing. It was about the only thing that made me very happy was when I started it and saw the runtime was only like an hour 20. And I was like, fuck yes. The only thing that made me happy was when it ended. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing that made me happy was in the troll girl called Dylan. <laughs> that was terrible. high entertainment. That was high entertainment. She's like, I don't like being, I feel like a naked mole rat and you're hideous. It was so great. <laughs> you're the ugliest like, fuck I've ever nice seen. Guy, but now that I found out you're not a nice guy because you just called me a hairy troll, well, fuck off. <laughs> I never liked you anyway. Yeah. I mean, we love trolls. Troll dolls are great. I love a troll doll. Yeah. Yep. So. Fucking anyway, Dylan. that was our review of uh, Halloween Town High. You're welcome, everyone. Sure, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, I mean, it was. That's really that's it ha- what, happened. what happened. Yeah. Um, Sarah, what do we have coming up this month? We have some more content this month coming up for the piece. Yeah, so we're going to cover. Um, I know what you did last summer, which is actually a scary movie, kinda. Yeah. Are you ready? Have you've never seen it before? I've never seen it. The only thing I know is like some of the actors involved, but I know right. I know nothing of the plot. Star-studded cast, yes. some would say. So I'm really excited to cover that. After we talked about Cruel Intentions and then we were like, okay, we got to do I know what you did last summer. Like I'm pretty I'm pretty yeah. jazzed. I'm pretty excited. I think to watch that it. you'll like it. I think you'll like it better than Halloween Town at the very least. I don't think there's a very high bar for that. So, no, of course not. <laughs> um but yeah we got that of course we're always covering boss uh oh my god i almost said boston's creek boy meets world in dawson's creek uh season five of dawson's creek and of course yeah. the final season of boy meets world season seven just watched the wedding episode today oh you did fucking unhinged did you make did it make you cry of course not no oh will it um, make me cry uh probably a little bit maybe hmm. um you sent me a Oh yeah, I was like the picture. A picture. All right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what we have going on. Of course, you could follow us at shit 90 spot on Twitter and Instagram. Sarah, you could find at Sarah Ferguson. Me, you could find at the Jess Sterling. And more to come this month. It's the spookiest month of the year. And so, of course, we have spooky content. Um, that's everything. We hoped you enjoyed this. Hopefully, you enjoyed it more than the movie, which again, very low bar. Um <laughs> uh it's a it's a tradition we can't help it we got to do it so Mm -hmm. let us know if you want us to do the fourth one next year if you're like please stop hurting yourselves just choose something else also let us know sarah you have anything else to add no i don't i just no (laughs) okay 
that's the podcast. Have a good one, everybody. Talk to you all next time. Bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.